We are in the cup. Back page team. A Tottenham mate, a very close friend of mine that I've grown up with. Like, mm. even he was like, get your Tottenham, get your Arsenal boys. I'll get my Tottenham boys. We have a one-on-one -on -one in the park. <laughs> <laughs> What, is the camera rolling as well? Yeah, yeah? the camera rolling. Okay, yeah, check, my check, one, two, one, two, what's going on, people? <laughs> I didn't know the camera was rolling. Yes, guys, we're here, happy Sunday. Um, I don't even know what episode, what episode is this? 17. 17, that's crazy. 17. 17 episodes, man. Shout out yeah. to everyone that's been supporting um, the back page, and please, if you if you got friends that listen to podcasts, obviously point them in our direction, yeah? But um, they really appreciate the, the support from everyone, all the love, all the messages. Um, but yeah, to get into the episode, guys, uh, we got we got a guest here next to us. He's a he's a fellow gooner, so that's fine. I'm comfortable. I feel comfortable. You know what I mean? Usually, I'm surrounded by uh, Man United or we get Man United supporters. We've had we've had Liverpool supporters or whatever. Everyone's just anti Arsenal. So. I'm actually outnumbered in this. It's the majority. Man, I'm feeling yeah, that's strong. That's you know what I mean? I got the army behind me. <laughs> so I got uh, Aaron. Aaron. To yeah. the, so welcome, Aaron. Welcome to the back Thank page, you, man. Appreciate it, man. Um, yeah, I don't even know where to start. Like, obviously, you're an Arsenal fan, so I say, where did you fall in love? Or what moment was it where you fell in love with Arsenal? Can you remember? Let me guess, Terry Henry. Why is he like, it's not a bad thing. It's a bad thing. I think mine's probably Ian Wright, you know? I see. I, I see. think my, my first game was 1992 yeah. Sheffield Wednesday Coca Cola Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get me? Coca Cola. Oh, wow. He knows his facts. Yeah, <laughs> facts. <laughs> bro, you get me? So that's stuck in. I still got the paper ticket of when I won everything. Yeah, yeah man, right, the program right, right. and that. So for me, there, I saw I'm seeing Ian right, And you get me? It's, it's a man that looks like me. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So for me, he was just like, he had, he had charisma. Even on the pitch, I remember him like trying to get the fans up and yeah, singing and yeah, stuff yeah, and yeah. like that. I was just like, wow. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And from there, it's just been a, an up and down up love. And down, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a roller coaster it's for been us. A mad roller coaster. It has, it has. Um, I mean, for you, like, how was it for you? Going through like obviously us having the success, you know, going winning the double, doing, going unbeaten, having Wenger come in, like to now, like how how do you feel like the transition? Because there's certain kids out there that haven't really seen Arsenal. Do you know what I mean? They're the new generation. They ain't seen Arsenal bang. Like they just think mm. Arsenal's a dead team. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's certain kids that they don't put respect on our name, but mm. you know we was kind of like one of the pioneers in terms of when Wenger came in. And he started introducing like nutrition and you know training, sleeping and whatever. Now it's that's a must. That's like a necessity for any pro club. So like, how do you how do you feel like in terms of like going through that whole transition? Do you know what? Yeah, I speak to my little cousins and that mm. talk to me about city and you know what I mean <laughs> Liverpool now. And I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? But I think it's it's our job as the elders. To kind of educate mm, them on mm, that. Like mm. We got educated on the Pele's, the Maradona's. We never got to see them, that's but it, that's you it, get me, that. our uncles, our dads, whoever, the male figures taught us about about those kind of footballers. So it's on us to teach them about about the Burkamps, about that's the it. Ian Wrights, about it. what Wenger done in football. Mm. Um, and so yeah, I think I think the glory times will come back. Yeah. I think I think every team needs to go through this. Like as much as we're praising Liverpool now. They went years without doing anything. Yeah, like Do you know nearly, what I mean? Nearly 30 years. So, is uh, that right, Sammy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah. we just gotta be patient. I know, like, as I said, Wenger was there for a very long time, and it's mm. gonna be very difficult to kind of take his DNA out of the club mm. in order to allow someone else's DNA to mm. be in there. Mm. Um, so it's, 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 I think we we kind of went down. We tried to look at Man United. I think Man United went done everything wrong, but mm. it was the first club to do it. So they had no blueprint mm. to follow. Whereas we've kind of looked at Man United's blueprint and thought, nah, they've they've changed managers three or four times. They've got no consistency. They're still in a in a period of transition. Yeah, we yeah. can't be in that transition for seven, eight, nine years. Mm. You understand? Mm. So we've looked at it. We've looked at Emery and thought he's not a massive manager like everyone was telling us to, but. We, we have to understand that we weren't gonna ever get the funds that a big manager needed in mm. order to revamp the squad. So mm. we needed a manager that could work with the kids, could work with the players that he already had yeah. in, to, in terms to improve them. It didn't quite work with Emery. Um, <laughs> you know, Emery fan. No, I hated them. Adlibs. Wow. Wow. Them adlibs. No, I didn't like him at PSG. I didn't like him when he came. A lot of Arsenal fans, when he first came, you guys were saying, yeah. Don't put you guys. Like, that was not this much. No, sure. no, Emery loved it. Okay. He, he came, he came, man. He, 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 he was doing things. He done a little bit. Yeah, he done yeah. a little bit. Like, he galvanised the squad. Don't I forget. That, yeah, the passion yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. he galvanised yeah. the squad. But I think, in terms of his tactics, yeah. in terms of how he prepared for for each opponent, that wasn't there. Mm. And mm. I think what we're seeing with. It's a bit of the same with Arteta. Like, he's kind of galvanised the squad. But yeah. what we're now looking at, we're not going to look at that. We're going to look at other little aspects of his, his management now. Yeah. And so. I'm seeing how he sets up the teams for certain teams. Yeah. I'm seeing that he's prepared to take Ozil off if it's not fitting right. Do you yeah, understand? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's he's not afraid to make big decisions. He's not afraid, yeah. afraid to drop someone. He's not afraid to sub them. Yeah. And I think that is what Arsenal need. I think Arteta will be good for this club. I think Jeez. so as well. If given the players that. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, he needs, he needs the right players as well. Yeah, he, need, he needs back in. He needs a back in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I like would... the way he's doing certain yeah. things. Like yeah, the way yeah. he's tactics. Because I think that's the difference. With Emery, it felt more like he was literally changing the team every week for the players where I feel like Arteta is tactically doing it but it stays the same yeah like the changes are kind of there because obviously we're playing certain people mm -hmm. but it's not chopping and changing everything so everyone's looking confused yeah I think that's the difference as well it's like I just feel like with Emery it was just like a cannon fire and just kind of like see what happens this week yeah mm -hmm. okay, okay okay no it's true it's true I think yeah, I mean, like, for me, Emery, he came in, like he said, he galvanised it, but I don't know, I kind of asked the question, is it a thing where he, when we went on that little unbeaten, was it unbeaten run or yeah. something like that, like 18 games or something like that, we was getting gassed, but was, that, but was that because of the players or was that because of Emery? Do you know what I mean? Was it a thing where the players were like, ah, oh, you know, like we've got one win win under our belt, let's go for another one, let's go for another one, or was it a thing where Emery actually done really well like we have to say hats off to him no it's confidence though yeah it it's confidence i think don't forget we had wenger for they, they had got tired and bored of the same old thing mm. so when someone comes with something new automatically you take to it even if you don't necessarily agree with it mm. you take to it mm. 
until it's proven wrong. Yeah. Do you understand? And yeah. I think that's what the player's done. So where they were performing at maybe 60%, they might have then started performing at 80, 90%. Mm. Because just because it's a new man telling mm. them new things, do you understand? Mm. And I think that's what he couldn't sustain. Yeah. We could see in his second season mm. that the players just didn't want to play for him anymore. Yeah. And we started to see the Wenger-esque performances, do you understand? Yeah, yeah. So, and that's not even a disrespect to Wenger because I think he's a fantastic manager, but the last five, six years of his tenure just yeah. weren't acceptable. Yes, I'd say the, even the Emery, the end of its thing was even worse than the last part of, of Wenger's one. Cause I feel like it was with Wenger, at least you could see the crap, yeah. but we were still building yeah, and attacking. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you knew still. for a fact, if we lose, it's not going to be like, we lost one, two, like horrible, mm. we would score, but yeah. it's still nonsense tools and all that stuff in the back. But I feel like with, Emery, he more or less found a way to make our defence worse and then found a way to make the attack worse. Mm, and then the yeah. midfield was just the midfield. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But um, moving on, like, I know you went back to what you said that you was at, you said that Ian Wright's like your favourite player. Have you always been like an Arsenal fan? Have you always been going to games? Because I know like you're a big fan, but have you always been going to games since you've been young? Like, when did that start for you? Yes, as I said, 92 was my first game. Um, and it was sporadically like my dad and my uncle were season ticket holders. Okay. So um, when one of them couldn't make it, I'll take this, the spare ticket and stuff mm. like that. Um, and so, yeah, and also my school was right next to Highbury. Okay. So sometimes in terms of like after school clubs, they'll do competitions whereby you could win like a ticket to what they would call the Carabao Cup now, mm-hmm. but that sort of competition um, and go and watch them play. So I was always like obsessed with going to see them. Yeah. And then obviously once I got to the age where I financially I could do it on my own. Mm. That's what I started to do. So I, you're a season ticket holder now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wicked, yeah. wicked, wicked. Sorry, yeah, go on. So yeah, that was my thing. I think um, I even worked at MSL, like when I was like 17, when they first built the stadium, mm. I worked for like a company called DNC where you, you do all the cooking and that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Never done any cooking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was watching the game. You get me? I was get that. Like, you get me? That's one of the reasons why I got sucked. Like I was just constantly. Oh. I just wanted to watch the game. But I just wanted to be in the stadium just yeah. for the vibe and yeah, everything else. Yeah, you get yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. So it's always kind of centered around that. And then yeah, as you said, put my name on the wait and it's got a season ticket. Mm. Um, then obviously meet a few people through through that. Um, and then we started going to away games and mm, it's yeah. totally different. Like yeah, the atmosphere man. is totally That's different. That's what I was like, literally one of the questions I was gonna ask you is like, how do you feel like, obviously you get the best, well not the best of both worlds, but you get to taste both sides. So you're at home at the Emirates and you know, I work at the Emirates, so I know how the atmosphere can be, yeah. how it should be, <laughs> but sometimes it's not like that. Do you know what I mean? Compared to how I always hear like, when you go to away games, just everyone is just united, everyone's together. Like, how how is it for you, like, when you're going away? Do you know what? It's a, it's a lot more of the hardcores that go to um, away games. Mm. You get quite... I'm not trying to say the posh people aren't hardcores, but you get that type of people that yeah. don't want to chant. They just want to sit there, watch and enjoy the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a different type of... It's a different yeah. type of crowd that goes to away games. Mm. Um, and with that being said, like, Everyone that you see at an away game, you normally see at other away games. Mm. 
So you build that kind of reputation, familiarity, mm-hmm. um, and it, oh, it's an excellent vibe. Like even we went to Chelsea the other day, and yeah, obviously that was like, <laughs> no, one, no one was expecting us to come away with anything. And like that we come up, the atmosphere. That's probably the best atmosphere I've been to in years. Serious. Seriously, like it was absolutely mad. What a way atmosphere in general. <laughs> Now the home for atmosphere, but I've, you know what? Home atmosphere is always rubbish, though. Mm. Like people always talk about, oh, certain clubs have a good home. Like anywhere I've gone, I've never been actually to like Anfield. Anfield, but it's a big game, though. Do you understand what I'm yeah, saying? I want to ask you yeah, because, like. People talk about Highbury and there was an atmosphere at Highbury. Yeah. Mm. I want to ask, like, what's the difference between them days and like now? What's, what do you think? Like, Firstly, it's a, it's a it's a type of people that yeah. can afford to go. Yeah. yeah. Um, secondly, the the fans were kind of grouped together in terms of all the loud fans were in one section. And yeah. mm. once you move to Emirates, everyone's season tickets got dispersed all around the stadium, mm. so they don't they don't all sit together no more. Mm. So even when you go there now, you got pockets of fans that in in all sections that want to shout. But I think they what they need to concentrate on is getting those fans that do want to sing that are yeah. very vocal to sit together yeah. and make it a better atmosphere. Because I think even if you make it just one stand that mm. is really loud and boisterous, I think it can kind of consume the whole stadium. Yeah, do you understand what I'm saying? Mm. So mm. I look at when you go to like stadiums abroad. You've got one main like stand that is singing, mm. but it transmits through throughout the, all the yeah, other yeah, stands. Yeah. You understand? Yeah, like yeah. even Dortmund's Yellow Wall, like that's a, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's only them that sing, yeah. or not even only them, but they start off every single song, yeah. and then other other stands can kind of yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think that's what needs to be brought over here, and and it goes for all. It's like it's all it's all stadiums. Like people always want to say, "Ah, oh, Emirates, Emirates, Emirates," but it's it's not just Emirates. Like as I said, Chelsea the other day was they were poor. I went Bournemouth again in midweek. They were poor again. Yeah. Like I think home home fans are just comfortable just mm. sitting there. Do you know what I feel like part of the problem is is ticket prices. The fact that mm. ticket prices are increasing. That's so it. you're mm. kind of like marginalising the kind of people that do want to watch football. So yeah. you have more of the people that can actually afford it, that can actually mm. watch the game. Because like what? What's the lowest ticket price yeah, in a Premier League match? Like you can't get anything for below like sixty pounds. Like, like which is, is it depends. It, fan, um, about ticket price and yeah. Well they've they've introduced something for away fans which all tickets are £30. Okay. So no matter who you're playing, it's £30 for a ticket. Yeah. So all, and that's what every, everything's so £30. I think that's good. It's the travel. It's the way to like Chelsea, it's still £30. It's still £30. Okay. Okay. It's the other yeah. bits that people don't, it's like, if because I, I don't know, like for me, it's like, I ain't got the time for me because obviously with my job, I'm working from nine to five or whatever. By the time I get home, it's, t- it's too late for me to go to an away game. I would love to go to an away game, but it's just the timing. And then when I think about fans like you, the dedicated fans that will literally go Manchester, they go Sheffield and da 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 I'm like, raw. Like, how do you not have the time, the money to do that? And then you go back to work, some, some of you in work the next day, like the next morning. Yeah. It's just crazy. Oh, happens. That's what it is. <laughs> like, seriously, coming back from Bournemouth, I didn't get home till like 2 o'clock, 2.30. What? Jeez. Yeah. So it's, it's, it was like two and a half hour drive, but then you got the traffic and everything else. Mm. So it's a long, and then I had to go be at work for 8 o'clock in the morning. Oh, so that's crazy. Like, it's, it's, it's a mad commitment that, that fans put in, and that's why I think 
fans need to be heard when it comes to important decisions mm. that not just the FA but football are making because we are the people that are there. Yeah. We are the people that it affects. Yeah. Um, so even things like VAR, like sometimes when VAR incidents happen, like I remember at Crystal Palace, I was there. Mm. A Batman got sent off. He mm. came through to my WhatsApp that he got sent off before the fans in the stadium wow. knew. Uh -huh. Do you understand? So uh -huh. like. I'm having to take out my phone, looking at my phone. Yeah. Why? Why is that happening? Yeah, though? Yeah, like, yeah. as a fan, as a fan that's in in the stadium, I should be the first to know. And then, yeah, yeah, understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's 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 all a bit mad. But yeah, as I said, going back to your question, mm. ticket prices are crazy. Like, I think this for the for the cat A game. So for Arsenal, that will be Chelsea, Tottenham, Man United, Liverpool. Yeah. yeah? Mm. Sixty-four pound is the cheapest ticket in Emirates. And when you're talking about £64, rare to get them tickets. Mm. Very, very rare. Then you're talking about over £100, £90, £100. That is oh, yeah. very pricey for mm. 90 minutes, for two hours of fun, do you know what I'm mm. saying? Mm. So, um, as you said, they are marginalising fans, um, and I think something does need to be done about that. But What's, I don't think it will be. Yeah, but I feel like it's like it's important that something is done because, like, the people that can go to the like those matches are probably more like older people. But the younger generation, mm. like let's say like a seventeen-year-old or something yeah, like that, because yeah. I'm guessing you probably started to fund your own your own like tickets like probably from the age of sixteen or something yeah, like yeah. that. Mm. Like a sixteen-year-old now to go for one game and spending hundred pounds, that's not gonna happen. Yeah, it's not feasible. Yeah. It's not so feasible. we're kind of changing the kind of I don't know where football is gonna go in a couple of years. Like how people are actually gonna be fans of football. No, it's, 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 sport, it's, it's, it? yeah, it's yeah, definitely it's, it's, mm. it's very very difficult, and that's why like I've got like my own channel and I try to run competitions that for young people that have never experienced Emirates. Yeah, I'll give them free tickets. You understand that like, mm. paid for by myself, um, just so that they can come and experience yeah, what, yeah, we're, yeah. what we're experiencing, you know mm. what I mean? So what's your channel talk about your channel? Mm. So it's just called The Mob, so like, it's just the, the three fans that I normally go on that like, Arsenal fan TV with, like, we just kind of dedicate our Instagram page to um, just showing about... So, we, like, if we're travelling to a game, we'll just have, like, us in the car running joke, whatever, mm -hmm. then couple clips from the game, interview after the game, yeah. If transfer news is happening, we talk about that. Mm. And again, as I said, it's just to interact with other Arsenal fans. Like, there's a lot of American fans in there that mm. will ask me questions. Mm. People from Africa, people from Asia. Mm. And it's just about talking because everyone's a fan. And there's there's this kind of misconception that if you don't go to games, if, you, if you're not from England, like mm. you're not a real fan. Yeah, I, I don't, don't like really that. agree I don't, with that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like that. That's yeah, yeah it's, a, it's, it's a stupid misconception. So, like, these people, some of these Americans are staying up at four o'clock in the yeah. morning to watch Arsenal. See, dedication. To understand, like, there's not a lot of people in England that will stay up at 4 a.m. to watch an Arsenal game, do you know what I mean? So, you have to give them credit, mm. do you know what I mean? So, that's, that's like, where what my channel's really about, that's you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like that, that's and, it. And, like, even talking about your channel and then looking at the whole aspect of um, Arsenal Fan TV, how do you think that's impacted you, like, because obviously, you've been going to games for a long time you've probably seen the emergence of arsenal fan tv and yeah. the fact that it's given fans the voice or the platform to talk like how do you feel about it all 
Be honest, please. Yeah, be honest, yeah. please. Be honest. I love them lot to death. I yeah. swear to you, I love them. Yeah, yeah and I've, I've been in. on their channel numerous yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've seen you on it still. Yeah. But yeah, okay, I do feel that there's a lot of idiots that go on there for the fame. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. is my issue. Mm. So like, even the other day, I, I saw an Arsenal fan. Well, supposed Arsenal fan. He chucked his season ticket. Oh, that, oh my man! That was, that was a lie. And he became viral. Do you understand? <laughs> like, now, I have never seen that person at the Emirates. Right. I'm not saying that he doesn't go to games, right. but I've never seen him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for you to do that, don't forget, chucking a season ticket away. A season ticket is like the holy grail. Do you understand? Like mm. you can't do that. <laughs> so to chuck it away on, like you're only doing that for effect. You're only doing that so yeah, you can yeah, go viral. Yeah, yeah. And then from from then. <laughs> mm. I've seen him at away games. I saw him at, I saw him at Crystal Palace. I saw him at Crystal Palace, yeah, which is notoriously one of the hardest games to get to, yeah. Mm. And he's there. And I'm thinking, are you only here because you've gone viral? Yeah. Has someone from sure. Arsenal Fan TV now sorted you out the ticket because like you built them up so many views? Mm, mm, so mm. I think that's where it comes from with a lot of like, like the old school mm. Arsenal fans is that. If they feel that a lot of that negative press that comes with Arsenal fan TV mm. is then rewarded with like tickets to games yeah. and they, they've got kind of like a mini celebrity status. Like yeah. you'll see them in the stadium all taking pictures and I've got no problem with that. I mm. proper proper don't have no problem with that. Mm -hmm. But then when you see idiots like this guy that threw his season ticket away mm. and people asking him to to take pictures, you're thinking, what's he done? Who is he? Yeah. <laughs> Who is this guy that he should have that kind of That's the club. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like as I said, I've never seen him at a game before that day. I've never seen him at a game. Mm. And it's not to say he doesn't go to games, but I've just never seen him. <laughs> but now I see him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Do you see that, that whole thing with Robbie? Uh, was it, um, was it Everton? Yeah, yeah, away, yeah, 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 when they were like, going out. Yeah. Like, how, like, they turned against him, isn't yeah, it? How, yeah, how did, you, how did you feel about that? And like, what was, you know, I don't know how some people it, but it just seemed like foolishness, really. People have their opinions on it, like, and you can't, I, I understand it. As I said, when you're rewarding stupidity, there has to be a backlash to that. Mm. Because when Wendell was doing stupidness, mm -hmm. Arsenal fans turned against him. Mm. So if you now bring someone else that's going to show Arsenal in a bad light, yeah. you have to go against them. And, mm -hmm. I, and I, I think what Robbie has tried to do, in essence, is, is have give fans their voice. Mm. But I think Troops and DT have made it. They, they're, they're all right for themselves. They've done all right for themselves, you mm. understand? But other people now coming want to do the same. I, mm. I think they can't do what what them two have done. Mm. So it needs to just be pure, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah, it needs yeah. to be, just have your opinion, go home. Yeah. Do you understand? Don't try and do too much. Don't yeah. try and become famous. And I don't like all of that. So, <laughs> so that's what I think fans' frustration is coming from, is that, they're rewarding stupidity. But do you think it's but, right for them to attack Robbie though? But he didn't attack him, he didn't physically well, touch well, him. Well, not like that, but as in like, just being used like that. I feel like they're on him. Like, but, with, all right, with but great for, power comes great responsibility. For, for me, when um, 
when Chusa says stuff about Bellerin, for example, mm. that wasn't one of, that wasn't, he never said, don't abuse him. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm. Arsenal fan TV, most of their views come from negative yeah, stuff yeah. that mm. Arsenal fans are saying about our team. Mm. So if we can say that about our own team, why can't we say that about them? Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what it is like. Them, them lot are making enough money and them lot are big enough, ugly enough and to take care of themselves. <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? So yeah. Yeah. take care of yourself. People are allowed to have an opinion it's, and it's not going to be the same opinion as they have. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? I was so, going to say that, but it's like, I get the negativity towards AFTV. It is what it is, people say what they want. The issue is though, because the, hypocr the hypocrisy is, is very strong, yeah. because the fans who were doing madness to Jacko, booing, who boo constantly all over the place, yeah. are they not doing the same thing? In, in a more direct thing? Because you could say, true. you could say, after Fan TV put it on the internet, but then it's like, you men are doing madness for the world to see on TV. Not everyone watches us on Arsenal Fan TV. I probably assume more people are watching the game. So it's like, you men are going ham on players, on tactics, or whatever, managers, whether you like them or not, you're booing, you're pulling in this, that, and the third. Like, I can't just, you can't really justify going after Robbie, your troops, or DT, all these men who are on the channel, but then you're doing a madness on the players, you, you at them directly, mm. you go to the Instagram, you'll go to the pictures and, or follow their cars, whatever it is, and it's like, you can't have both. Mm. You can't be having your high horse doing all, you can't be on after TV, but then you're doing a madness in these situations. But it's I think like, that's mostly kids though. When, you, when, when I see the Instagram- No, I'm seeing grown men doing it. No, you know what, yeah, when I see the Instagram post, yeah, and I'm seeing people writing underneath foolishness, like, as Jacques said, he was getting abused, like his child mm. was getting abused. I only really see kids doing that. Yeah, I don't the Instagram really stuff, see... yeah, but I'm talking about the stadium stuff and the, the outside stadium, stadium stuff. stuff. The stadium, it's, it's an entertainment, it's entertainment. What we're doing is watching entertainment and we're allowed to critique it. Yeah, I have no issue, but and I'm saying don't- boo booing, the thing with the Xhaka incident as well, yeah, he wasn't booing him directly. Mm. We was booing the fact that we're trying to win the game and you're strolling off the pitch. Mm -hmm. Hurry up and come off the pitch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah don't get me wrong, I get that. But it's also, like, my whole thing is, you're doing that and you're within your rights to go at him for taking his time doing mm. it. But it's like, technically, everyone on Arsenal Fan TV have the right to express yeah, themselves. So. so it's like, don't get all high and mighty when you're doing it there and then they're yeah, doing they're it making, there. They're it's making like, a fortune by doing that as well. Mm. So that's that's people, where... People have jobs though. These people are probably selling scars outside as well. They're know, making with money. The, with the Arsenal Fan TV thing, yeah. Like you said, the match is actually entertainment. The content that these lot are putting out is entertainment mm. as well. So I feel like they are doing right for actually giving the fans a voice to speak. And yeah, they, all are, they also are highlighting the negatives by posting like negative comments and all that mm. kind of stuff and things. But that's entertainment, but there's also positive stuff as well. Yeah, 100%. 100%. So, I mean, it's a, I think it's just a question of what outweighs, like, is it the good that outweighs like the positive of giving the yeah. fans a voice or the little like negative stuff of people are like, trying to actually build a name or brand for themselves? I just, I just think that where it's gone to now, mm. there is no coming back from it. In, and then that, the Arsenal same thing, fans. okay, yeah. But the same thing can be stated, said about like, all these radio stations, TalkSport, Five Live, with fans going on there as well, trying to just, I don't know. But, if, to... but the thing is, you see the, see the difference with TalkSport? I, I totally agree with you with mm, the TalkSport mm. thing. But the thing about TalkSport is you won't see the same fans every single week. Yeah, and, different, yeah. and they, they, they now don't become, whoever's talking on TalkSport, they don't now become a figure that you can yeah, say, yeah. oh, this is him. Okay. Do you understand? Yeah, you know that guy face. who's like always red. 
Yeah. There's like a guy who's got a really round head who seems to be like always. What, and talking? Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, yeah, like a bunch of them. <laughs> no, but he's talking about the actual people that call in. Yeah, the actual people that call in. So they don't ever become figures. Whereas. Troops has become a figure because of this and yeah, you yeah, understand? Yeah. Mm. He's become a figure. DT's become a figure. Mm. And when you're talking about Arsenal, sometimes their name gets brought into it. They're not Arsenal. Mm. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? They're mm. just two fans of Arsenal, well, but, but yeah. they shouldn't be in the same conversation as Arsenal. Fair. Do you feel, do you I would say you understand that. what I'm saying? Yeah, I get that. But it's also the kind of like, it's, it's reductive, but it's like, if Arsenal were playing better, then I agree. I, I, I totally agree with you. But as I said, when 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 fans feel that someone's making money off of negativity, when you have players coming out and saying that it's negatively harming the squad in terms of morale and stuff yeah. like that, it's a problem. I will say though, there because I I don't watch as I used to watch it before, and then like yeah. they got annoying, so I just kind of stopped. But you see them about all the time. But there is that point that is like they do talk positively, but it just doesn't get as much views. Yeah. So it's like, people will say, oh, DT, Troops, or whoever else talks about Bellerin or Xhaka or whatever it is, which they do. But then they also talk positively about them when they're actually doing well, or they talk positively about Lacazette or Bamiyang or whatever it is, or Arteta, whatever it is. Mm. But you, man, don't want to see it. So it's like, mm. it's there for you to see. They're talking very happy about everything mm. else, about certain things, it's like, but you all gravitate to the next stuff. And it's like, you can't mm. lie when Arsenal are playing bad and then say now nah, we will great. They're gonna say yeah. what they're well, that's saying. That's what he's, say, he's saying now that it's got it's got past that point now. Really. There's the point of no return basically. That in terms of how Arsenal fan, how it's been built up. People look so even like today we drew. <laughs> yeah, we all know. Away from home, there's gonna be loads of Arsenal fans and also footballing fans around the world. Mm. That's gonna be like look. Oh yeah, Arsenal fan TV is gonna be alright today because yeah. yeah, obviously you didn't get the result they want. It's what happens, isn't it? They got big. Yeah. They, Arsenal fan TV won the first ones, and more likely they are going to be the big ones. It sucks because mm. realistically, they, I don't think they should be having being as big as they are, but they are. Yeah. But it's kind of like it is past the point of no return. But it's like, I like it. But I, is, is there I any like way it. of like redeeming it or like just changing? I, the I don't think so. I, I, I think no, I generally just, think if Arsenal started now? to actually do a madness, yeah, and we we'll actually then you'll notice that. People probably won't be talking as much about no, the people. I think, yeah. I think they will. They'll still be big. They'll still be big, but in the terms of like, because they'll be talking more happy because mm. Arsenal are doing well. Mm. They probably have some things about certain players not doing well, whatever. But mm. I think because most of the comments are about how dead this player is, yes. how this, but if everyone tends to be playing well. Yeah. Then it's like the, the AFTV will still be big. Mm. So, you, but you'll be pushing the, the good stuff because there's more good stuff than bad. Mm. You are, yeah. Maybe it's naive, but I'm thinking because we are playing so crap and we're like, what, 10th or whatever, yeah. the majority of the stuff they're going to talk about is going to be bad stuff. Yeah. Would, would they get a million views on a, on a, a video where, let's say for the Invincible season, for example, yeah, where we're constantly winning or, or drawing games, yeah. would they be getting a million views per, Why per game? Why not? Because you could say how Henri is badding up and everyone wants to hear about Henri or Berkham like, doing that, that they'll they'll get I don't know. They'll, they'll, they'll but you never know, the platform you're saying is that they're at the point of no return. So they've already got a ton of fans watching it anyway. Yeah. So yeah. if the majority of the stuff is, is positive, then those numbers will most likely But the thing is, anyway, well. like, in the nature of the generation we're in, we don't want to see positive things That's the thing that society is. That's also good though. That means a lot, it will filter out a lot of the the idiots. The needs yeah. to be more. them out because they have nothing to yeah. kind of like rant about now. 
Yeah. Like all, the, all the kind of easy easy targets for them to go at. If Jacko's no longer here, if Mustafi's no longer yeah, here. Yeah, but then they'll pick on someone like, else. They'll yeah, always but I'm be saying, someone. If we're mostly doing well, there'll still be idiots are always going to be there. Yeah. Mm. But if we're mostly doing all the kind of easy ones to go at, mm. won't be there for them to be doing their big tirades about as much. Mm. If you know what I mean? It's like mm. it'll probably still be there, but I'm like saying, like, like again, if we if we would if we're like on a mad run yeah. and then we lose to, I don't know, who's, who's in the league anymore? I don't remember. Say we did lose to Burnley, but we've been doing great. Yeah. Then that will yeah. probably still be a thing. But it's also like the majority, because we're not doing as bad as we were, mm. it will yeah. go up. No, for real. What's it? Yeah, press the red. <laughs> <laughs> so we're having technical difficulties. I mean, he's, he's, he's behind the camera today. So <laughs> <laughs> I wish you lot could see his face. <laughs> <laughs> Um, nah, it's a good. It's a good point. I think it's 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 good what Shegs was saying in terms of like how society is now. Everyone is just they're drawn towards negativity. That's not just in football. That's in everything. Yeah, I think they're drawn you know, towards madness. TV programs as well. to whatever to your life, whatever. And it's about we should be pushing more positive stuff. We should be yeah. talking about. We should be raising the bar in terms of what. I've seen that that clip. You've seen that clip of that Liverpool fan who before before Matt Liverpool yeah. talking about how Mane is the best in the world. Oh yeah, everyone, everyone was laughing at him. Yeah, yeah, See how much yeah. has come around now. Like, everyone what I mean? was. Like, when things are kind of a bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. you might switch up later. You never know because yeah, I haven't will. watched any Liverpool stuff for time because they're just yeah, yeah, yeah. they're fine. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If the same thing happens, to us, I'm not guaranteeing it because Arsenal fans are still a bit, a lot. But <laughs> you know, it might just kind of be a, a bit less dark, cloudy. But the Man United one's getting big now because they're going because of what's going through, through now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. everyone yeah. just kind of changes. Everyone's laughing at Arsenal, Banter FC, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Now it's Man United. Mm. Everyone goes to their things to watch it. The amount of media from, what's it, United Stand TV that's been sent yeah. into my yeah. WhatsApp groups is crazy. I will say that the Man United one, I think if they didn't have more than one, it would be just as big as AFT. Yeah. Yeah. They've got more than one Man United yeah, yeah, fan yeah, channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had just one big one, it would probably be the same. Mm. But then also, yeah. we got we got more than one as well. People have kind of done spin-offs or whatever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it's no, nah, it is interesting. I like it in the fact that it shows, it symbolises how the you know in terms of technology and like social media and how things are moving forward. So and the fact that he was able, that's why I rate Robbie's the fact that he was able to create something, an idea, and obviously implement it whilst using the internet and obviously using our, the well. the downfall. I mean, it's terms of like business, but yeah. business. he's yeah. done it. Like, it's, it's great. Like you'll go down in history in terms of what he's done, but obviously yeah. with that it comes, it does yeah. have his downsides yeah. to it in terms of what we're saying, like fans turning against him, his own fans turning against him and you know people saying that they're just doing it for for clout and things like that and to me I don't think he is I think others are yeah that's what I was about to say mm. to be fair I don't think Robbie's in mm. I genuinely believe that Robbie cares about this club. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you see he tries to at least mediate most of them. You've got idiots who ramble on he's trying to yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. contain it but yeah it'll get to a point where I think that they'll have to do like something serious in terms of like proper filter it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they just need to censor out like, who's talking. And, uh, mm. That's what, that's that's dangerous, what he's though. tried to stop doing that. But then at the same time, if you're censoring people, then you, are you actually getting the real reaction? That's doing the freedom and, of speech. And that's, and, that. and that's what he's, he's tried to stop. So a lot of people, that had, that's come out years ago that people, we should vet what's being said and mm. you know what mm. I mean? But mm. then, after that, people are going to be like, well, you're only doing it for your opinion, isn't it? So, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? So he's just said, go out there, say what you want. Yeah. In in that regard, you're always going to get idiots mm. that come in and do madness. Yeah. 
but what would you prefer? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Would you prefer me to come and, and then say something and then you edit it out and the next thing you know, I'm kind of siding mm. with Robbie when I don't yeah, really side, exactly. side yeah. with him yeah. or just allow me to express myself mm. and let the people take it for what it is. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, a, it's a difficult yeah. decision that Robbie's got there, but as I said, for the Arsenal fans, for the hardcore Arsenal fans, they're not happy with it. And <laughs> every single game, it's AFTV out. They were screaming. I hear it, yeah. and I'm thinking, why? Yeah. What game was it? I think we were winning. It was a, it was a Bournemouth game, man. I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like, come on, we'll win it. Shut up. Like, why are you chanting about AFTV? And they're, when they're sitting right next to Robbie, looking him dead in his eyes, and they're singing it to him. Do you know what I mean? That's my whole thing. It's like AFTV, yeah, they're big, but it's like we're winning. I beg, sings like mouse. Mm. There's no point in singing AFTV out when we're. But the thing is, even looking at the big picture, like how does AFTV affect anything? Do they affect the performance of the players? Mm. Or they have a team that's what run? Bellerin's like, come out and said that do. it has. It can do. Oh, if you look at certain, certain players but like Bellerin then, that will follow but it. But then, then that means that every, every kind of criticism that I receive as a player, whether it's on Match of the Day or Sky Sports or whatever, I yeah. can also take that on my chest and of say that's affecting my performance. Mm. Yeah. But you're you're professional, so I feel like you should be able to handle this. Like this is part of well. this is part of your paycheck. Yeah, to a level, just to a level. Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't go, it. it shouldn't go further than than just talking about but your players. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. but I feel like it's yeah. one of them things that you have to just. That's mm. like me. It's like I to try it. to avoid talking about most of the players. But I always talk about if they're dead on the pitch, like Mustafi. Yeah. Seems like a joker. <laughs> I've seen him on Instagram, he's funny. He was like rocking around with Dura, I guess they made me laugh. <laughs> but it's like, on the field, I don't like you. <laughs> but, I, but, I was, but it's good people who are trying to make it personal. It's like, I don't know yeah. him personally. Mm. Can't talk about how, how he's, I don't know him. On the, I always make it clear, it's like, I'm talking about him on the pitch. Because mm. I feel like when pe- a lot of these fans take liberties, it sounds if you know them. It's like, you don't know them off the field. Why, like, it doesn't make any sense. I mm. think most people are talking about them off the pitch, um, on the pitch, sorry. But I just think that obviously you're getting an interview straight after the game. That's another thing. And the emotions are running yeah. high. Yeah, I remember yeah. I, I done the interview. I swear to God, blood, my nan, she called me from Nigeria. It was Bayern Munich away. We got beat five. That's what I mean. I went berserk on that interview. Like I was swearing, I couldn't, I couldn't contain myself. <laughs> but. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Arsenal fan TV's reach is massive. Mm, like, yeah. It got to her in Nigeria. Right. But Nigeria's where it's mad though. The man circulates things mm. quick. Damn, she's called me. She's like, Aaron, what are you doing? She's like, that's not how you behave. In public, on TV, I'm like, mm, Nanny, I'm so sorry. Do you know what I mean? So from there, I've had to kind of filter what well, I say, yeah. I can't go on there and talk and start swearing and you yeah, can't think about other the other people that are actually listening. But my yeah. daughters, your daughters, you know what I'm saying kids, like your work, they're gonna, and all of that. I can't, I can't have that. So, yeah. so for me, even though that, like as I said, I've gone in there and I've just let them have it. It was, it was just be me being me. Mm. But I have to now look at the bigger picture in it. Mm. So, so for me now, I take a little time out before I do my interview, compose myself, <laughs> think about what I'm gonna say. I feel like certain games warrant a bit of madness though, because like oh. the five one, these, these, yeah. these high high, it <laughs> warrants a bit of madness. Yeah. No, no, I was, it was insane. Like the, the journey there, the journey <laughs> yeah. back. Like, oh. it, was, it was insane. The amount of money you spend, mm. like it's, yeah, it's, it's insane. Like and then, there's a lot of people that make money or football fans that like, as well as that like, even to book tickets like let's say we got Olympiacos in the in a I was about to say Champions League <laughs> <laughs> yeah the Europa yeah 
as soon as that draw came out and you go on to look at flights. Oh man, they've the, boosted it up. The price has really it's gone up. It's outrageous mm. that they're allowed to do it's that. Modern day, and you're like, talking about three, four times what it was yesterday yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or before the draw was made, you mm -hmm, know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like we normally go with like a, a, a private company, but even then they're charging minimum 300 pounds. But you just pay the 300 pound gold there. They, they they bring you back on the same day as well. Okay. And yeah. you know what I mean? So. Mm. For that, don't forget, you're paying for the flipping flight, mm -hmm. playing for a hotel if you're staying overnight. Mm -hmm. If you're not, then it's just food, the ticket as mm -hmm. well. It's your time. Mm -hmm. yeah. Don't forget, it's going to kill a yeah. day or two mm -hmm. of yours. Like, mm. So all of those things. And then when you're seeing that like, abject performances on the pitch, <laughs> yeah. like, what is really going on? Yeah. Why have I done this to myself? Yeah. The amount of times I said, I'm never doing this yeah, again. Yeah, and then yeah, next week, again. I'm looking at <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I think I think footballers have to understand is that uh, we are going to be emotional because mm. we don't have their funds. We're not yeah. getting a hundred thousand pounds yeah, a week. Yeah, yeah. You understand? So like the money that we are spending on you, mm. please just give us an uh, yeah. a, a seven, eight out of yeah. ten performance every yeah. week. I swear to God, I wouldn't shout. Or even <laughs> even like I mean? after the games, like you see, I remember like towards Wenger, the end of Wenger's um, reign and that and even Emery, like certain bad performances, the players will just walk off the pitch. And it's like, that riles up the fans as well. Even for me, like, I always try and put myself in their shoes. I'm like, if I'm like getting that amount of money and obviously I've played a bad game, I will go over to the fans or I'll at least applaud them and say, yeah. you know, like, thank you for coming. Especially when it's the away game. Yeah, a quick minute. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's all it takes. It's just a little back. thing, just yeah. a little, just to say that you notice, that you acknowledge that they're there. It goes a long way, but I, I just think that some some footballers they just they don't care. But that's why <laughs> that's why I think so many people were so disgusted with Wenger at the end because he should be telling them. To mm. that. If you look at um, Arteta now, he comes mm. along with mm -hmm. the players that's it. and does it. That's it. No one can't go into the dressing room no, no, if they no. haven't clapped. That's it. And yeah. that's that's including the subs as well. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? The mm -hmm. ones that even didn't even come on the pitch. Mm -hmm. So that's a mentality thing. That's that's that's. Arteta's way of trying to make sure that it is one, yeah, the yeah, fans the, and the, the fans, club. Yeah, Whereas yeah. with Wenger, it was definitely the players, yeah. mm. hierarchy, the fans, you know mm. what I'm saying? It felt very distant. Mm -hmm. Now we feel a little bit closer to mm -hmm. the players, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So yeah, we have to actually applaud Arteta for yeah, that. Because that's something that yeah. fans have been screaming at for, for that, ages. That club effect, that Guardiola effect. Yeah, you know what I mean? mean? And yeah. speaking about like the players and that, how do you feel about the, the, the interactions that they have with the club? Do you, you know, when you think of certain players like let's say Bellerin, Aubameyang, and how they interact like with social media or they'll acknowledge certain fans, do you, do you champion that or do you rather, nah, get off of that, just focus on what's going on in the pitch. Like we don't need you to, to be talking with us one-to-one. -one. Like how do you feel about I that? Think that's the way it was going and mm. social media is massive in, mm. in in the world. So I think it has to be done. Mm. Um, like my friends, if they watch this, they're going to be busting up because <laughs> Jacques, <laughs> everyone knows I hated Jacques. Yeah, I, um, <laughs> I remember we lost and he was awful. And then afterwards he posted a picture with his wife and they went out to dinner and I was living. <laughs> I, I sent the picture around. I was like, look at this prick. Look what he's doing. I also just got beat. Mm. And everyone's like, what, can't he eat dinner? Mm. I was like, 
<laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, you have to be like, when he posted that picture, I hadn't even got home yet from yeah. LA. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, I'm like, if the performance is, is good, if you played all right, then you, can have you can post whatever you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You can post whatever you like, but if your performances aren't where they should be, mm. like not to say that not posting is going to have an effect on your performance, mm. just but think about. Men- mentally yeah. fans will be like, okay, he's off social media to kind of fix it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. if Lingard came off social media for this see. last year, mm people wouldn't really be going at him as much as they are. Mm. But because he's always on social media doing foolishness, dancing and all type of things, people are like, we haven't scored all year, bro. What are you doing? Like, Mm -hmm. have you got the right to be doing that? Mm. Do you know what I mean? So so for me, like, the interaction's good. Mm. I think it's necessary, but it needs to definitely be monitored in terms of do it at the right times. If if we got beat by Tottenham, I don't want to see no one on social media. I don't even want to see the green little bubble thing next to your name to say you was online. You know what I mean? I don't want to see anything. No, but it's true though. Be off, be it's upset. Even I want to hear that you were crying. Even when they, because sometimes I do like, I'm sure if I scroll through it now, they'll say, oh, you know, disappointing. Didn't get the result we wanted. But, you know, just glad for all the support. Thanks for coming down. And we go again. We see, I don't mind that if, if you, they played these. Are you happy with them type of things? Or you're, you're me, just like, I, I, just, I, I, I don't just want it. I feel like that's just damage control. Like, they don't actually <laughs> do it. They're just writing it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mind it to a point. It's like, if it was a game here where, say the Chelsea game, we drew. Mm. And you're like, oh, not the point, whatever, whatever, whatever. But, it's like, no, but that yeah. was a good performance. Yeah, though. but that's what I mean. So it's like, if you perf- if it was a good performance mm. and say we narrowly lost or we drew, mm. I don't mind it because then it's like I can't look at you and say you've done a madness because yeah they put up these apologies or whatever, but then the next game you're doing the same thing. <laughs> See, this is why I was annoyed <laughs> against Saka yeah, and Mustafi because they did it all the time and they were dead every F- game and they kept doing it. Uh, it, was, it was annoying. So I see Mustafi keep doing back on top. I said I don't want to see that back on top again. That, I don't want to see it. It annoyed my soul. Yeah. I was gonna say we lost to Wolves last season, yeah, and I think it was Rashford that put up one thing. Yeah, and it's like, oh yeah, sorry, blah blah blah. Got around every got, and then we come play them the next yeah. week in the Premier League, <laughs> and I'm like, bro, <laughs> <laughs> so what's the apology for? What's oh, that? No. I think they need to learn. They need, they need to figure out timing. It's the timing. It's, I, don't I feel think... like more managers need to actually be in like control of this stuff as well because when I think of owning day managers, Fergie like. He would have patterned everything. You say that, but fair enough. I, 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 I feel like he would have. Do you think? Feel like in this day and age, I don't think so. Age, he would have. I don't think I don't so. Know, no, he wouldn't man. have banned you from using social media, but he would have controlled like how the, how you use it. Fair. Like it, down to little things to like what cars these guys were driving. Remember, yeah. Remember, these players, this is their job, innit? Yeah. If you're playing bad on the pitch. You have no right to try and be coming to do foolishness on social media. It's mm. just like any normal job. It's not doing your job properly. Yeah. You have yeah. no right to be doing anything apart from your work. And mm. don't forget, some of these players are brands now. Mm. That's, that's the, understand. That's the thing so, as well. They've all got their Hopper, logos and stuff. Hopper's a massive that's a big, brand. That's an mm. He's a massive brand. So to tell him you can't do social media, mm. he's not going to have that. Mm. Mm. Adidas who sponsor him are not going to have that. Mm. All the other sponsors that he have are not going to have that. Do you understand? Mm. So yes, I think the manager might have to have control in terms of like lads, we lost today, don't see no post tonight, do it in the morning or whatever. Mm. But I don't scheduled. think Fergie could tell them no, no mm. posts. I think yeah. it'll be impossible because of how big these players are individually now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They've all got yeah. their logos and all that thing. Pogba, so they're a thing. I don't know. Would you say Pogba's a bigger brand than David Beckham was when he was... Nah. No way. 
because he had Victoria mm. as well. It, it was Spice a joint Girls. thing. Mm. So it was Spice Girls plus Man United mm. fans plus yeah. Captain of England. No, no, Put that Beckham into this time is madness. Yeah, oh yeah, if you put Beckham yeah, into yeah, this yeah, time, yeah, yeah, clean yeah, up. Clean up. Mad. Was it like Ronaldo is like the most followed person on Instagram? Yeah, yeah. Could be that. 200 mil. Yeah, Beckham will be close to there. Yeah, yeah. Then this brings up the question: Like, do managers actually even have power? What, do managers have power? Because like, when I think about United, yeah, like, especially with like the Mourinho, Pogba, all that kind of stuff, mm. like, like looking how the whole thing transpired is like Pogba is more important than thing than Mourinho. Pogba had more power, more influence than Mourinho. I don't. I think it's. Oh, I, I think it's. And I feel like what, I think that's no. I'll give up a couple of examples. Like even st- even still staying on Mourinho at Real Madrid. Them lot had more power than thing. Chelsea players for a long time had more power than their managers as well. I think so. Mm. They could decide when the manager is leaving. Yeah, but I think they're they're more valuable to the club. That's what I think the problem is. Mm. Is mm. that when you're looking at Mourinho, for example, he stays at clubs what three years, three and a half years. Yeah. So you're talking about Pogba, who's got a four or five year contract. They're gonna think, all right, Mourinho's at the door soon. Yeah. I've got to appease Pogba more than I've got to appease Mourinho, do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. So that kind of is a problem. But don't forget, it all stems from the board. If the board say to, to the manager, look, you've got free reign, do as you please, mm-hmm. control them how you feel necessary. Yeah. Pogba probably would have been at the door ages ago. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And that would have been his discipline. Mm. When they, they gave that to Fergie, that's why that's why he got shipped out. Yeah. That's why, and not only him, there was other players in, in Man United's team that their behaviour, what, what's the other guy? Um, meant to be a wonder kid, I think he's mixed race. The player? No, no, he's a oh, young one. Like oh, oh, no, 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 thing. Oh, oh, Morrison? Morrison. Morrison. Oh, Morrison. Again, his behaviour, fantastic footballer, but his behaviour didn't warrant him being yeah. at Man United mm. and Ferguson was allowed to discipline him and say, look, you're not allowed to be here no more. Do you understand? Mm. Yeah. So leave. But I don't think managers now are getting that kind of yeah. backing because no, they're, well. they're seen as short-term managers. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? They've given a lot of power. The clubs or whatever have given a lot of power, power to the players. Yeah. You can even do the whole mm. Ozil everything. Mm. Yeah. Because you've given Ozil this much money and know for a fact yeah. you can't get rid of him, you got to weigh up the options here. Mm. Is it Emery or is it Ozil? Because Ozil, Emery tried to freeze him out, didn't work. Yeah. Turned yeah. everyone against him. Ozil has too much power in that club. Certain players, you've given them too much power yeah. or too much money or too much thing that mm. if you try and bring in someone, a new manager in who wants to make a certain thing, yeah. if he's picked on this one, and he's got too much, but you ain't gonna do anything now. You've now ruined everything for everyone. That's it. That's mm. exactly it. And I think the clubs need to sort that out. The, the hierarchy, as in your case, it would be Ed Woodward. Yeah. If if he felt that Pogba was that disruptive to your team and he was that much of a bad influence, he has to then take the L and say, you know what? I can't afford for this to be happening at my mm. club yeah. while I'm in charge. Get Pogba out now. Do you understand? Get your money for him. <laughs> but get him out of the club. But mm. I think clubs are too scared to do that because of what he brings. To lose that money. It's money. commercially yeah, 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 as well. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Commercially, how much is Pogba bringing into Man United? It's ridiculous. Do you know what I mean? So can playing. you afford to... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, everyone's talking about mm. it. Can you afford to lose somebody like that? I don't mm. think Man United can at this, no, this, this precise point. moment. Mm. You understand? So Football's weird, man. It's crazy. It's a money game, isn't it? It's a crazy... It's a rich man's game, though. It's turning into like how Formula One is, how 
tennis. tennis. So I'm yeah, seeing like Ozil yeah. with his like shirts in like certain countries in Africa. It's like, oh, you're, you're rich as far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Massive. It's very far. Um, just touching on the point that you said you was talking about Lingard, um, and we do ask a lot of people that come or our guests that come on, like in terms of like mental health or mental illness. How do you feel about like that whole how it's emerged now and everyone's aware and you know we must be aware. Like, how do you feel about it? Do you think it's something that's needed in the game or? Yeah, most definitely. I think there's a lot of, and um, I'm gonna say men because I think men tend to not show their true feelings. Mm. We want to hide it and put this macho facade on, but mm. it needs to be told that some of us are suffering, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You get me? So it's a good thing that um, Lingard's come out and, and said what he said. Mm. And it's a good thing that maybe the FA are thinking of initiatives to kind of tackle that. And mm. I think that it needs to be told in in all sports yeah, i don't yeah. i just don't think it's touching enough like even even when i think back at rugby it's only recently that someone's come out as gay oh yeah, yeah. Do you know what i'm saying you go through all of that you're 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 doing your whole career and your whole personal life and not being able to be really who mm. you want to be you mm. understand so i think i don't think as, a, as someone coming out in football said they're gay like opening while they're playing uh, i don't no, think they have but no. law of averages says someone is definitely oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 i was a ref like I said, I say a lot of like a guarantee retirement, give it two, three, four, five years afterwards. Someone, because yeah. the amount of people in this game, you can't tell me no one's gay. Yeah, yeah there must be, there must be one, you know, a few there. But no, it's, it's a good point what you're saying in terms of like, uh, as men, we do like to cover things up a lot and we don't like to express ourselves. Yeah. Um, and yeah, having things like that, what the initiatives that are being set up, like for us to talk and to, you know, cause we do, cause look, we're all human beings at the end of the day, exactly. do you know what I mean? And we, apart from football, obviously we all come together for football, but there's also other aspects or factors that, do you know what I mean? Contribute to our life and you know can affect us. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's about talking about it, not just saying, oh yeah, let me just forget all about it and just focus on football. Sometimes it is good to talk about it. And if that means that we use platforms like this or you know to to discuss it, then yeah, so be it. Because like the last thing you want to hear is something happening, like tragically happening to mm. to certain man like Lingard yeah. or whatever. Look at like what happened to Gascoigne. Like, you know what I mean? If maybe we had more awareness, then would that have yeah. happened to Gaston? Mm. Uh, uh, Fashiony, his brother. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, he, he was John gay. Fashion, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. And he killed himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Fashiony and yeah, his brother. Yeah. yeah, look at that. Do you know what I mean? All these things that you forget about, and not even just about your sexuality, about race as well. Certain people, it's been a, it's affected them deeply. Mm. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a big thing that definitely we need to talk about more and so yeah no i'm happy that we do talk about it a lot well the only bad thing about lingard is that with going through it that he was still posting on social media so people are looking at it because you want to feel for him it's like we get you can't live his life no no he obviously can but it's like you're going yeah. for, we want to, because like now you've given us something we can actually feel for you a bit more, yeah. but then yeah. you're still put on the pitch. It's like you see, and you're still yeah. doing you madness see, on your gram. It's but like, then you see you see certain people that are suffering, yeah, and they, you know, when they say yeah. that you're maybe brave, it's how it coats. Yeah, 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 maybe yeah, it's how yeah, like Robbie, uh, Robin Williams, like the actor. Mm. You know what I mean, yeah. no one, um, everyone was yeah. like, oh, we did not yeah. see that coming. He's the funniest guy. Da, 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 da. But deep down, obviously, behind closed doors, he was suffering. And 
you know what I mean? Maybe Lingard doing all of this or what the post that he's putting up was kind of like a cry out for help or... Okay. Probably, you know but I think, I think his age doesn't help him as well. Because like, we, we can all talk about it. It's like, obviously, it could be his coping and it's how he kind of vets his feelings out. Mm, like, he yeah. enjoys himself and there's no issue with that. But I think the fact that he is... I want to say 27. Yeah. yeah. And then, he, like, and nothing wrong with his friend being right, his best mate being rash, but it's like, you can forgive a 21, 22 year old rash for doing mm, it, mm. but then you've got Lingard who's pushing, like, nearing 30, and it's yeah. like, all they're going to see is, like, you're 27, so you're in your 20s, but they're saying you're near 30, though. And you're oh, still, still young. Yeah, and still don't young. get me wrong, it's still whatever, <laughs> but it's one of those things, like, they'll find something, it's like, now you've got a kid, and yeah, it's like yeah. a whole thing, it's like, mm. Dude, you're not helping your health, your mm. image either. It's like don't get friends who you want, but it's like a 21, 22 year old doing it mm. and a 27 year old doing yeah, it's it. Different. It's different. It's different. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's different. And what about do you think as well? Because you know, like going back to like AFTV and like even like Claude, because mm. you know Claude yeah, 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 that was stuff as well. Do you think yeah. there should be support for fans as well? Because like you said. You lot go through so much stress, so much trauma, uh, you know, paying for flights, doing this, da 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 da. You got... Now you had like he, some mental... He's suffering, he's he's suffering, suffering like, a little yeah, bit, yeah. Yeah. He took some time out. What, through the art thing? No, I think it's for... Yeah, Before that, and he literally yeah. disappeared from people were like looking yeah. for him, like, yeah. like, like it was a whole thing. Yeah, but, okay, I don't want to sound too mad Yeah, that was what I was going to say. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I do not think that the club should be responsible for the fans. fans yeah. But maybe what the, the initiative could do is because for me myself now, if I was suffering, yeah. I wouldn't even know where to seek help. Mm, That's yeah. me being honest. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Mm, so mm. maybe like putting just even like at half time, putting a little one minute video just talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. talking about where you can find like help yeah, you know what yeah. i mean nothing nothing too heavy as i said i yeah, don't think yeah, they should yeah. be fully okay, supporting the, the mm, supporters mm, but but just trying to engage the communities you know what i mean yeah no, that's true. Because I think they do they do it on TV. What's that? They've done that, the minute of silence or whatever. Yeah, Put down everything and talk. That's cool and all, but it's like, people are not really going to... You it, need yeah. to do like a constant thing, like a mm. tannoy thing that happens at halftime or like your own, the personal clubs do like a, just mm, a post yeah. or a link, whatever. Just mm. something more consistent they did rather do than that, once. Like, a couple of weeks ago in the FA Cup games, like all the games started late. Well, yeah, like, that was like, the whole... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get that. And it's, they... But it's also, it's, it's, it gives me the same vibes as the whole... What's the one? The what's the racism campaign? Kick it out. No, there's something else they have one now. Something about no colours. I don't know what it is. But yeah. one of the new oh, ones yeah. they've got going about is like we get the sentiment, but you don't really do much apart from brilliant put but post posting this photo and it's like you're not yeah. doing yeah, it's like a little anything. You just yeah. Mm. yeah, it's nothing. Mm too in-depth because mm. like, I think even after the Suarez and Evra incident mm. Suarez was wearing the kick it out of racism t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> and it's like mm, should that really be happening yeah, yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean like so it's, it's, it's about how they how these companies or these people that set these things up engage the people who they're trying to attract in it mm. so if it is the players we don't, even as us as fans, we don't need to see how they're engaging with the players just to know that it's being done. Mm. If it's for the fans, obviously it's about engaging, come here and now, even now that they're, they're showing figures of fans getting arrested at stadiums for racism and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Like, obviously everyone wants to out of the game. Right? Yeah. So 
show fans how to mm. to go about yeah. reporting it, mm. what they should do if they hear it. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like we need yeah. there needs to be some type of guidance there for fans in order if they do hear it. Because luckily for me, I've never never experienced that when I've when I've been out in games. Mm. But it's not to say that it doesn't happen. It's mm. not to say that another Arsenal fan who goes yeah. to the games mm. hasn't I have experienced. When I was a kid, but I was a, mm. it was a Millwall game. A Millwall game. <laughs> I was a kid. Was, I was with my friend. Um, parents took us to go. I think it was Millwall versus. I can't remember who it was, but away it was, as well. No, it was at the, well, I lived close to the Millwall Stadium, so it's like it was one of those games or whatever. I didn't know about it. Yeah. But then my friend's dad, when he dropped me home, told my mum, and uh, it was about how these these like grown ass men were apparently trying to do some random shit, mm. and it was like, oh, okay, I didn't know about it. Of course, my mum told me later. Cause she kept talking about how uh, when you go to football games be careful because she keeps bringing that story up yeah, yeah. like i didn't know anything about it and it's just one of those things so it's like so i just feel like it's it's so it's everywhere but people are smart about it so they're not going to be doing you, you get the you get the occasional idiot who will make it obvious mm. with the throwing the bananas and mm. the whole stuff but then you've got the smart ones who will still do it but they're just not gonna get caught mm. yeah yeah that's probably what what's happening at Arsenal. i want to say that arsenal fans are not racist but it's not overtly racist mm-hmm. we, like as i said i've never heard anything about it never seen it mm-hmm. um and when you even looking at our figures we're very low down in yeah. terms of people being arrested or yeah. apprehended for yeah. racism yeah. at our club and i think it's because we've got probably a, a very diverse fan base that actually go to games yeah. like blacks whites asians mm-hmm. everything yeah everyone goes to, to games whereas you look at clubs like let's say burnley today <laughs> <laughs> 98, 99% of them are going to be white males. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't it like, what's his name? Lennon was like one of the first, was like, oh, they got someone, a black player. Yeah. It was like a whole thing when oh, it was in yeah, Cuckoo, yeah. I think, and Cuckoo came and it was like, but it was like oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so so it's, it's, it's going to be different and it's going to vary where, where you go. Yeah. So Have you experienced like anything on the, like an away game or something like that? In fact, do you even have any crazy away game experiences? Mm. I'm sure there must be something. There were none that I could really <laughs> tell. What happened? You know what, yeah? <laughs> hey. Ah, man. I love, I love, love, love my. The biggest game for me is Tottenham away, yeah? I absolutely love that game. So, as you all know, like, it always kicks off. Like, you got so much police, so much everything. Mm. I, I don't sleep like two days before the game. I can't sleep. Like, yeah. I'm starting for the game. Like, it's excited. mad. Yeah. And so um, when it was in Wembley, like it was poorly organised in terms of there's really only one way for both sets of fans to get to the stadium. Mm. So that's coming out of Wembley Park, walking down that long walk Mm. to the stadium. So what they normally do when it was at uh, Tottenham, they would, if we got off at like Tottenham Hill or Seven Sisters, mm. we would get a police cordon and walk to the stadium from there. Mm. And they would take us back rows, whatever. Mm. But with this, it was just a free for all. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's just, it was a lot of activity happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Um, uh, so like, I was, yeah. It was fun though. I, I always look forward to that game. And, and the worst thing is, I know people are going to be like, ah, oh, you hooligans. And, but it's just fun. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's just for that one day, it is 
it is us that like, it's just yeah. it's just us that like, and the wickedest thing I got I got Tottenham fans that are friends and everything yeah. like and even like a Tottenham mate a very close friend of mine that I've grown up with like mm. even he was like get your Tottenham get your Arsenal boys I get my Tottenham boys we have a one on one in the park <laughs> like, that's how mad it gets like, it gets it gets crazy but he's a die hard Tottenham I'm die hard Arsenal mm. and like it's not to say that we won't be friends afterwards but, but like, like that's it like, the adrenaline is running. Ruckus in the pocket. Yeah, man. But yeah, that's that's probably the craziest thing that's happened. Like, and that that happens consistently every single year. Mm. Like, it's just this year's obviously it's back in Tottenham. It's mm. first time um, in their stadium, their new one. Yeah. yeah, so it's gonna be. Is that what I'm saying? It's gonna be fun, man. <laughs> it's gonna be fun because the first time they came to Emirates, they smashed up all the toilets. Yeah. They done oh, loads yeah. of stuff. And I, I think like the club sent them the bill and whatnot, whatnot. But wow. that was their way of yeah, saying we're yeah. here. Like it's the yeah, first yeah. time. Like, mm. So when we go there, it's gonna be. You're gonna try to play the demolition job. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, demolition job. Yeah. It's gonna, it's, it's gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be fun. So I mean, it's fun. It's like the Arsenal Tottenham games tend to be fun games of the seasons. More, more time. Like mm. in terms, obviously we know that it's not technically the biggest derby in the Prem, but it's like. I tend to, at least for the past few I seasons, it it's been the best game. I say this because in terms of like global stuff, yeah. it is still the Man U Liverpool no, games. Uh, yeah. No, numbers wise. No, numbers wise. No, it is going to be numbers wise, worldwide. Numbers you're talking worldwide. But I'm saying in the Prem, if we're talking about in England, the Tottenham Arsenal game has been going mad season after season for a time now. They're not bigger than They usually live up to their expectations worldwide compared to all the other ones. Everything. It's close though. It's close. It is close. Yeah, it's growing because the games have been a lot because they've, yeah. they've gotten better so the games have been closer mm. now I feel like they've been, they've been more fun the last couple of years they've been, been some of the most entertaining yeah it's been the yeah, 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 yeah. it's like one of the few games when you actually see the Emirates go absolutely mental mental yeah, yeah. And was it was it was the last year with the flares just randomly came out of nowhere <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. flares and everything that's crazy but um oh gosh what, is he, what was the what was the biggest highlight of your fan career like going what was the biggest game that you went to that you'll never forget for Arsenal Probably Real Madrid away. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting to see people like Ronaldo. Mm. Like for me, that's the greatest striker that's ever been on this planet. You know mm. what I mean? Getting to see Zidane, getting to, like, there's world-class players. And then we, we nick a win at, at the Bernabeu, like, you can't, you can't write that, like, like, honestly, like, you can't write that, like, mm. I, I talk to my mum sometimes, like, my mum's a massive Arsenal fan, and, wicked, like, wicked. she's a teacher, so she coaches, um, sorry, coaches, sorry, she teaches them in, when in the academy, mm. so, like, mm. that's their educational oh, part of it. Nice. Oh, wow. Brilliant. And so, like, I, when I talk to her, like, She's like, Aaron, I've heard this story a hundred times. I'm like, mom, <laughs> mom, that, like, you get right me. Here, you get me. And so when it comes to Tottenham, when it, especially when it comes to Tottenham, I relive all my Tottenham stories. I'm like, just pumping myself up for it. So, mm. but Bernabeu was different, like different. Mm. Even, even Bayern Munich, even though we got beat 5-1, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that experience mm, was yeah. insane. Mm, mm. Do you know what I mean? Again, Dortmund was insane. Mm. Like there's, there's, there's so many games that I've been to, and it's just, it's just an insane experience. Like just, cause you see them, you see these these stadiums on TV. You're mm. thinking, bro, that's magnificent. And then you get there, and you're just like, it's different. It's different gravy, and, mm. and the fans respond to you differently. Mm, like yeah. the Dortmund fans, like. They're just insane. They're crazy. Like honestly, yeah. they're proper, proper crazy. 
So, and so the energy kind of, it kind of bounced off each other. And because there's like, there's no hatred between us. Mm. We're all in the pubs beforehand and just drinking and having a good time. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, it, nah, it's, it's really good. That's so, but Burnabout is the one only because of the result, mm. the magnitude of that result was, mm. was crazy. I even went to, um, I went to the 2006 Champions League final against Barca, oh, but I didn't get tickets to go. So my dad's called me. He's like, where are you? I was like, oh, I'm on my way to college. He's like, no, no, no. We're going, we're going King's Cross. We're jumping, we're jumping <laughs> on Eurostar to go. So I was like, oh, that wicked. So we're trying to find a ticket out there. Can't find a ticket. Mm. Watched it on um, big screens outside the stadium. And even though we lost, the fact that he was there, he was there. Bro, you felt like he was there in the, in the bro, stadium watching it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I, I was in tears that day, mm. like, absolute tears. But like, I was with my mm. what I would, cause what I would deem my second family, like yeah. the Arsenal fans. Like, it was insane. Like, mm. and he, but I got my auntie calling me like, oh, it's just a game. Just locked off the phone call, boy. Like, you get me? Like, I don't want to talk to you. Right? Like, you know I mean? But, uh, but definitely Real Madrid away, the one 0 That's the highlight. That's the pinnacle for me. Mm. Yeah, mm. I can't think of a game that's been better than that. Okay, um, and just quickly, I always like to ask these little quick questions: Messi or Ronaldo? <laughs> It's only one, no, Messi, man. Yeah, that's it, Messi. Um, also, just quickly about the Premier League. Obviously, we're seeing Liverpool, they're currently dominating. Do you think they'll be able to, to match us in terms of going unbeaten? Do you think that they'll do it invincible? I pray they don't. Pray. I pray, pray, pray they don't. And the worst thing is, I think their 50th game is Man City. Yeah. Mm. So that's a massive game. So yeah. Is it worse for them to beat the 49 thing or to go unbeaten? Because 49 oh, thing, what? To go unbeaten. I'll say it, I'll say it. I think, I think it's both, game. you know? I, I think Obviously, I prefer for them to not get any. Both. Yeah. For Arsenal, for, for, everyone, else, have. for everyone else, <laughs> it's, 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 it's the unbeaten season. Mm, yeah. But for Arsenal fans, it is both. Because we sing 49, 49 unbeaten at yeah. every single game. Yeah. So when they do that, that's it. Ooh. You know, I'm still gonna be shameless, I'll still sing it. Um, <laughs> your top five favorite Arsenal players ever. Ooh. Shit. All right, right, he's in there straight away. Henri. Mm -hmm. Burkamp, Vieira, mm. mm. I'm gonna say Adams. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna say Adams. I think, yeah. For me, like, when, even though I was watching Righty, he epitomized Arsenal for me. Like, left everything out on the pitch. And he's the example of what I want these current Arsenal players to be. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, leave everything out on the pitch, and at least if you lose, you can say you tried your best. Mm. You know what I mean? Blood so, you, so, you, so you can't beat that, really. So, yeah, that's... No, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it, that's it. All right, guys, well, boy, time is up. Um, just got to thank Aaron again for coming down. Really oh, do thank appreciate you, it, man. Thank you. Thank and um, in terms of socials, where can people find you, like, if you want them to find you? Yeah. <laughs> Tottenham fans, please don't leave me. <laughs> please, please, please. But, yeah, it's um, da.mobb. That's the Instagram page um, for the mob. 
Again, just follow us. It's just gonna be pure videos related to Arsenal. So if you don't like Arsenal, don't follow <laughs> or follow just to get our views up. It's all right, yeah. whatever. Um, but yeah, that's the socials or Aaron underscore tatted underscore Howson is my personal Instagram. All right, brilliant, man. Thanks to everyone. Thanks again to Aaron for coming down. It's the back page. Uh, make sure you follow us and all of that stuff. All right, people, peace.